This is On and Off Your Mat, episode 2, What is Your Intuition Telling You? My name is Erica and I'm your host, and I'm happy to say that this episode is supported by Atleta in their efforts to ignite a community of strong women who empower each other to reach their full potential. So as you leave a review on iTunes for this podcast, you will automatically enter a giveaway from Atleta. I'll give you all the details at the end of the show so we can get started. For second episode, I sat down with Hilary Skybell. Hilary is a yoga teacher and life coach. She studied at the Academy of Intuition Medicine, and I love her work with intuition. That's why I wanted to sit down with her and chat. Take a listen, and I hope you enjoy. Thank you so much for joining me today. My pleasure. So a couple months back, I took a workshop with Hilary and Sydney Storman. And it was called Imagination, Intuition, and Action, if I recall. Or you had another name as well. It was Intuition 101. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe that was a little subtitle. Um, at that point, I was just juggling with the idea of starting a podcast. And during the workshop, I came to a decision. I was going to do it. So I thought it was the perfect subject to start our second episode here. So intuition is one of those words... We know what it means, right? But when you look a little bit more into it, there's a little different definition and there's some nuances. So in your words, how would you define what is intuition? So intuition is where we get information or a knowing or insight, but it's beyond reason and the logical mind. Mm -hmm. So we don't always know where this is coming from or we don't know why we know it. But we still have a hunch or a sense of something. Yeah, but we can observe it. We can measure it. It's not scientific. There's not like facts that, yeah. there. <laughs> <laughs> we can't necessarily see it in our, with our visual eye. Mm -hmm. But there's still something whispering to us or an inner voice or an inner guidance informing us around something. Mm -hmm. Like an inner wisdom that we have. Yes, you know, in, in some ways I think it's an inner wisdom or an inner guidance system that we have. And I also like to think that it's our connection, our conversation with the wisdom of life. Mm. So it's our personal line of communication yeah. with that source. Oh, that's an interesting way to see it. So I see it both ways. Mm -hmm. And so that happens before we censor ourselves, right? We... Like we might have intuition and then we might censor it or we might listen to it. Absolutely. I mean, I think we have it more than we think we do mm -hmm. or we get information all the time. Yeah. But often our doubts, our analytical mind gets in the way or we overthink things yeah. so often. So it takes a moment of really slowing down and really listening. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so... Do you think there's an importance in the pattern or repetition or speculation or it's just it comes to you and you have to listen and be aware that it's there? You know, I think it's both. I think that sometimes signs will keep showing up in front of us mm -hmm. and they'll keep showing up until we actually listen. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, you know, you're driving on the road and you see a sign that says something that you, you know, you've wanted the answer to for a long time. So, um, and we can have some intention behind it to really be more conscious of accessing our intuition and bringing it more to the surface in our everyday life. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. Of course. And so that is its intuition. There's other words that sometimes are used in the same context, but in my mind have a little bit of a difference in meaning, like um, gut feeling or instinct. Does, it, does that feel different to you too? Well, let's start with instinct. Yeah. Because sometimes intuition is described as instinctual knowledge. Yeah. And I think they can be used in a similar way for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, I think also if we go a little deeper into instinct, it's more of an inborn yeah. feeling mm-hmm. um, related even to survival or our flight or flight response, yeah. free of thought. So sometimes we'll automatically react or the body will move in a certain way. You that don't need to think about it. And you don't it. need to think about it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so would you say that's more innate versus intuition is more learned? I think intuition can come naturally for a lot of people and they're just gifted in their ability and who they are mm-hmm. and you know how they show up in the world, just a heightened sensitivity yeah. and the way they perceive. Um, I also think it is a skill that can be developed and cultivated. Yeah. Um, we all have it. Um, some of us <laughs> maybe came into it as our gift, and those are the individuals who choose to go out in the world and, you know, make a living using yeah. their intuition or their they can um, really tap capacities. Mm-hmm. Um, but we all have it, and we can all cultivate it and deepen it. And I was thinking that more and more as, you know, more and more people meditate, more and more people do yoga, more and more of these practices are becoming mainstream. Yeah. I think more and more this cultivation of our intuition is becoming more permeated. We in have all more aspects. and more tools maybe yes. to reach towards that. Yes. Yeah. And um, if we all have it, some have it a bit more naturally than others, the more we listen to it, the more it comes, and the less we listen to it, the more it kind of silence out, or do we all start even? We Well, you just said we don't really all start even, but how do we work on those skills? How do we do it better over time if we want to listen to it a bit more or just hear it more? If we're like, I don't even, I don't know my intuition. I, I don't have a relationship with it. <laughs> well, one thing is we all have different ways of getting information. Yeah. So I think that's important to note that, you know, it's not, oh, I can predict the future or, oh, I see images and, you know, have a clairvoyant experience. Yeah, you don't have to be a medium. Right. So I think there's, you know, empathy is a form of sensing and feeling and just understanding what someone in front of us is experiencing. Yeah. Um, we feel things in our hand, can feel things in our hands or sensations in the body. So that's another way of getting information. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's just a knowing. So, you know, you use the um, word gut feeling. Sometimes I'll just go right to my belly and ask yeah. my belly, well, you know. They- Actually get a physical response. Yes, yes. Mm. So it's, it's an, a kind of an exploration and a discovery of, well, how do I get information? Where does it come from for me yeah so um and it's it's playing with all of it really does it relate you think to the way you learn in general like if you're more of a sensory learner or someone that has a bit more connection when they learn they need to work in teams or have someone mentor them does that have anything to, to well do with I it? think that um someone that's very visual probably is going to have 
more imagery yeah. or, you know, color will come to them. Yeah. Someone that's more feeling or sensory is going to feel sensations more in their body. Yeah. Someone that's more auditory, you know, is going to hear clear audience. Yeah. So I think there's going to be a natural tendency for different individuals. And that doesn't mean that other capacities can't be cultivated or developed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And with that, is being an introvert or an extrovert might help you or <laughs> stop you a little bit? Well, so one of the things, um, I was looking into this a little bit. So one of the things that I discovered was that there's about 4% of the population that are introverts and intuitives. And That so, seems so low. <laughs> well, so what that really is is... Um, a, a suction, and that's kind of based on, you know, psychological and personality and, mm-hmm. you know, those kind of tests. Yeah. But it, what it means is that there's a, a group of um, individuals that are highly sensitive and highly feeling. Yeah. And, you know, probably very introverted because they're observers and the yeah. way that they perceive the world. And those are maybe what we would say are the people that, who are the shamans or the healers. So they're at the end of the spectrum. Right, yeah. right, right. <laughs> and, you know, I think there's something about being more introverted where you observe, you witness. You don't have to be the center of the tension. There's a, there's a slowing down and a quietness. Yeah. And, and, and naturally you're state of kind of living and being. So that's a place where you can get information. That being said, I think the extroverts can be intuitive too. Yeah, of <laughs> and, course. And you think of people in the business world and are very engaged and out in the world, you know, using their intuition and making decisions. So I think that, you know, it's, um, it's available to both introverts and extroverts. Can we say that maybe... Introverts, introverts might have it more naturally and then extroverts need to learn it more? Or am I just inventing things here? You know, I think there could be <laughs> truth to that. I can't say for sure yeah. that that's the answer. <laughs> um, I think, you know, along with being introverted often comes a sense of sensitivity and feeling, you know, a lot in the body. Mm-hmm. So that heightens the ability to get information. On the flip side of that, introverts can also get in their mind about it and overthink yes. it, right? Yes. So so I don't think there's a clear... So either way, it could help them or yes, kind of yes, stop yes, it. Yes, yes, yes. Where, yeah, I could see that. And then more and more, as you were saying, people do yoga and meditation and other practices that might help them bridge the Ab- gap. Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. Right. So whereas before it was like, oh, you're taking intuition classes, that was kind of out there, right? Whereas now it's becoming a cool thing to do in a corporate environment, right? So it's definitely... Yeah, I've seen, I've heard of those intuition um, workshops in offices. Yes. Yeah. Especially in business or in like art and fashion, marketing, all those things where you need to know your clients and you need to know where you're going. Yeah. I think we have a little bit more of an idea of what we're talking about. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So if we want to cultivate it, if people are listening to this and they're like, okay, that sounds good, what do I do now? (laughs) I don't know how much I connect with my intuition. 
Where do we start? So one of the basic tools is just to ground and get present, Mm -hmm. to really be here now. And whether it's through meditation, whether it's through taking a few deep breaths and really just feeling your feet on the ground, it's slowing down and getting present is is the place to start. Because once we slow down and once we ground our body, there's a quieting where we can start to open and listen to information. And it is a muscle. You do have to build it and Mm -hmm. play with it. And sometimes it feels like, oh, I'm just using my imagination. But that is a place, that is a place to start. So a little time for solitude. Time for solitude. (laughs) And and journaling can be a good place. Mm -hmm. Um, And even writing, my intuition tells me. And just write and see what comes. Yeah. And then do it again. My intuition tells me or my sense is, or out in the day when you're out and about, just say to yourself, my sense is, my intuition tells me, and just see what comes. It'd be interesting to look at it a few weeks or a few months later and see how it has evolved or how you have act or not act on it down the road. Yes, and I think it's important to create um, a log even so that if you have an intuitive hit, or even a synchronistic moment, because I feel that also plays into this connection with the mystery communicating to mm-hmm. us or being in the flow of our lives where synchronicities happen. Do you want to say a bit more about that synchronicity? Well, you know, it's the moment, let's say, for instance, you're talking to... Or let's say in your mind, you're like, oh, I should really call this person that I haven't seen in a long time. And then out of the blue, they call you. Mm -hmm. So there's a moment where there's things lining up and connecting together. Um, You know, one of the signs that I play with a lot is finding pennies, as you know. Yeah. And um, I found a penny this morning um, when I was out and about getting coffee. And I was parking my car before we were about to meet, and I had this feeling. I said to myself, I think I'm going to find a penny. (laughs) And she did. It was right under her table. (laughs) And I asked Erica, did you put that penny there? And she said, no. (laughs) No, I didn't. It was really there on its own. And that's that's the magic. I think um, it's the magic of letting the universe speak to you and then you being open as well to um, receive those messages yeah Um, okay that's super cool so we talked about solitude taking your time mindfulness in general meditation Um, so you know there's also this uh, the playing with it so let's say you're someone is calling you guess who's calling you know, oh, yeah. guess guess the outcomes, the fun things where there's not a whole lot of attachment to it, but just start playing and write it down and tracking those moments and being grateful for those moments. So the more we can kind of feel the, the joy and the aliveness yeah. of having those moments, the more and more they continue to happen. So just step and make an effort to do things that maybe you're not prepared for and a bit more like go with the flow. Or if you're taking every day the same route to go to work, maybe you turn down a different yeah, street today yeah. and see what happens. And see what happens. Just exactly. as simple as that. Yeah. Mm. Or you're driving in the car and maybe don't have a destination and say, well, where does my intuition want to take me today? And you just listen and you follow it. Fun afternoon driving Exactly. Around. Yeah. <laughs> uh, does having a positive mindset 
help you tap into your intuition? Or is that just general? Well, I, well, clearly we know the quality of our thoughts affect the quality in our body and hearts and um, lives. And so I think there is a sense of being open, feeling possibility. Mm -hmm. Um, We don't want to fabricate that because, of course, we have to (laughs) feel what we feel when we feel it. But there is a sense of spaciousness and openness and trust to get that information. If we're worried or we're doubting or we're fearful, then the information that comes is colored by that. Yeah. Um, and, and intuition really is, or information that we get when we're listening to that deeper wisdom is more neutral. It's not based on triggers or um, conditions from our past. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, so just to go a little bit more into that, it might be colored, it might, our first thought um, of what intuition is. So is there times that maybe your intuition or what we think is our intuition is wrong and we should not listen to that or can we trust it all the time basically is my question and that's a good question (laughs) that's a hard question to answer I think we have to as much as we're building our capacity to receive information we're also learning how to trust it Mm -hmm. but I do think there are ways we can develop that trust and one is First, just noticing how we feel in our bodies. So let's say we get a hit on something that we should do. Um, Then it's feeling, well, do I feel open and excited about this? Do I come alive? Even if maybe there's a hesitancy or, you know, sometimes doing something that we really want to do also that can bring up fear. But do we feel an expansion quality? Do we feel a sense of new possibility? That feeling is is a yes. Yeah. Just as simple as maybe smiling when you talk about it or... Well, exactly. Right. If you can talk about it to your friends and feel excited, yeah. that's a yes. If you have to, um, you know, defend why you need to do something um, and, and you're not fully excited about it, then there's something there to look at. You mm-hmm. know, if your body feels dread, if your body feels... A contraction, if you're like, oh, I just don't know how I'm going to do this, then that's a sign yeah. to really listen. So I think that's a huge, um, our bodies have so much information if we're listening. And what if someone tells you, oh, intuition is like a lucky guess? <laughs> you were just lucky, you guessed. <laughs> well, you'd be grateful that you, you guessed lucky. Um, you know, I, I, I think it's so much more than that. Um, you know, Sometimes it starts that way of feeling like, well, I'm just going to guess. I'm just going to see. I'm just going to um, start there. Yeah, but try. But what starts to happen is you see, oh, well, actually, I was right. There was something here. And then you do it again. And, you're, and so the more and more that you play with it, I do think the more and more you can see things happening so based you, on you it. You learn how to notice yes. as well. Yes. The things that matter and the things that are carrying messages. Yes. And I think there is a place where, you know, it's like don't be attached to being right all the time. You know, don't be attached to having that outcome look a certain way because you 
might be guided to do something a certain way and it takes you left when you thought you were going straight, but left was, was exactly where you needed to go. Yeah, so you might think that it was wrong, but down the line, it will end up being something different than exactly. you expected. Exactly. Yeah, that's interesting. That's challenging for people to trust that and to leave into it and be like, okay, I'm going for it and we'll see. Well, one of the things that I also like to think about, and especially when I'm working with following guidance, is that there's a feeling that it's not just up to me alone. Mm -hmm. I'm not alone on this journey, but there is a bigger source of support. You could say life, you could say the mystery, you know, that, that the universe is looking out for me. Yeah. And... If that's the case, then it's okay to try. Yeah. And it will guide me where I need to go next. And the more we can trust that, the way we have more um, willingness to take those risks. And it won't really matter yeah. what unfolds. Yeah, because then it's the big picture. Exactly. It's not the little steps along the way. It's what will happen on a bigger timeline. Exactly. And then otherwise, we're just sitting back waiting. not doing anything so if I'm just starting to tap into my intuition and I'm getting some rights and some wrongs how do I learn to trust it a little bit more do you have any suggestions on things to do if I'm or if I'm just trying to take a decision and I'm still hesitant I don't know what direction I'm going what do I do so let's say you have a question about something and you and you're clear about the question And you sit and meditate, and you ask for answers to this question. And you you get some answers, and maybe you journal on them. But you're still not sure. Well, wait a few days Mm -hmm. and ask again and see what you get. And maybe it'll be different. Maybe it'll be the same. Then you maybe ask, well, I'm going to see what signs I get around me. You know, so it's not just you coming up with the information, but you ask to receive some messages, Mm -hmm. whether you pull a card, whether you ask for it to come on your drive to work, you you ask and you see and you be open. And when something is right, it will keep showing up. It will repeat itself in different ways. Mm -hmm. So it's to be open to, again, receiving that information. And if it keeps showing up, there's something there. Yeah. And is connecting with others having, is that helpful to talk it out, to bounce ideas? Or is that more in the intellect side of decision making? You know, I think it depends because I think it is important to have your team of support, (laughs) (laughs) people that know you and then can reflect back to you and and maybe know where you're growing and evolving and maybe know where your patterns are. So I think it is important to have a a team of support. And I think it can be tricky because everyone's going to have an opinion and say something. (laughs) And then you ask five people and they all say five different things and then you've lost what's true for you. Mm -hmm. So no matter what, it's important to take in information if you feel like it's important to, you know, ask somebody or even ask an intuitive, but then to still go back and listen and trust yourself. Um, Because only you really know if it's right for you. Mm -hmm. So you... You don't give it too much weight to what other people might think. You know, it depends. It depends um, on who I'm asking. Yes. <laughs> but 
you know, you, you take what's right and you let go of what's not right. And, you know, if someone gives you information that you feel it doesn't land well, mm-hmm. you know, just ask yourself, well, why is that? Is it, is it because it's hard to hear and you don't want to? Or is it because you don't feel it's kind of your truth and authentic to you? Yeah. So I think, again, it's kind of creating space around it and not having the black and whiteness of right or wrong. Yeah. But ask your intuition. How does that land? What do I need to know about this? What's right for me? Yeah. And that's that's very true, I find, when you think about family culture or even just, you know, where you're from, your general culture, your education, what you're afraid of, all those bias that could take you off that track of listening to what's really good for you. I don't know if do you agree with that. I agree. <laughs> that's why that's why you do have to sometimes be careful of, you know, who are the right people to ask at the right time. Um So one thing that it's um, you want to be sure of is that is this coming from an old lens or old fear or past time? Mm-hmm. And is it coming from wishful thinking or just my attachment to a certain outcome? And so, again, there's something very neutral about listening to that higher wisdom. It's, it's not colored by the past or attachment to the future. And it's just very pure and clear. Mm-hmm. So it's not seeking the answer you want. <laughs> <laughs> not all the time. Yeah. <laughs> um, and probably that will help us do things that we're scared of or that challenge us and help us grow. If you're only looking for the answer you want, you're staying in what's comfortable and what feels good, but it might not be what's actually good for you. Right, right. Do you have any other tricks or any other ideas we can give people what they could do in their everyday life? We talked already about a few things, you know, stepping out of your comfort zone, doing things out of um, not what you would do usually. Sorry, I couldn't come up with the words. Um, Solitude, journaling, meditation, mindfulness. We said a lot already, but... I don't know, is paying attention to your dreams or being creative? Is there any other things that maybe Well, definitely, definitely pay attention to your dreams. I do think that intuition is a creative process. So see it as a creative process mm-hmm. and see it as just like you're painting, you're creating. And you're co-creating with, you yeah. could say, life in a way. Um, so even having those creative visions of, of what you want to create, in your day to happen, um, I think, as a way of using your intuition. Going out in nature, go on a hike, go on a walk, see what comes to you in those moments. Mm-hmm. Um, be open to your senses, what you see, what you hear, yeah. sharpen your senses. Slow down, slow down. Yeah. We're so busy, but if we can just slow down for five minutes a day and use that as a time to open, to hear whatever comes, Yeah, things will start to shift and change. They just will. And why? Why should we do that? (laughs) That seems like a lot of work. (laughs) Well, here's the thing that I really believe um, to be true, is the more we can listen to that guidance and act on it, the less efforting our life 
becomes. And what I mean by that is we're not wasting effort in trying to, it doesn't mean things aren't challenging or you don't have a vision and we have to work really hard to go for it, but it's like the support that we need starts to open and expand. So we have a vision to create something and we're following our intuition. The right people come along, the right opportunities come along. We propel ourselves forward faster because of these openings and opportunities. Mm -hmm. So I really believe there is a, it is a magic that can happen that we can open to when we allow it. Things will fall into place. Things will fall into place. And it might be different timing Mm -hmm. (laughs) than we want, and it might look different than we think it needs to look now, but it can be a lot better than we could even imagine. And so we have to be open to that too. Can it help you be just more authentic to yourself? Absolutely. To yourself, to your own gifts and talents, Mm -hmm. to really what you're wanting to do with your life. That's a good reason to do it. I think so. (laughs) (laughs) And also, you know, for your own healing and well-being. Yeah. You know, we use intuition. We can help amplify kind of our own vitality and our own sense of um, prosperity and aliveness. And, you know, you're working with energy. Yeah. That's great. Um, So I guess in conclusion, people... They can learn to do it if they don't feel like it's innate or very natural talent for them and they have to try and practice and stumble and they'll figure it out. You know, just try and play. Yeah. Don't take it so seriously. Uh-huh. If I think that's even makes it more fun, more exciting. Yeah. But, you know, I'm just going to play with my intuition today. I'm just going to play <laughs> and see what happens. That sounds fun. <laughs> <laughs> take that approach because it loosens our kind of physical body and our mental thinking Mm -hmm. of having to get it right or do it perfectly. And the more that loosens, the more we can open and listen. Yeah. Okay. Well, that was great. Uh, Before we completely finish, I'll put all your info in the show notes, but where can people reach you if they want to chat about this or anything else? Take a class, a workshop, a retreat. I'm sure you have a lot of interesting things coming up. Yes. Well, I teach regular yoga classes at Yoga Works mm-hmm. and Marin. Um, you can find me on uh, Facebook or Instagram, Hillary Skybell. And my website is www.hillaryskybell.com. And you can also find me. I'm doing some retreats. I'm doing a retreat in June in Maui um, mm. through International Yoga. So that's internationalyoga.com. And um, they will include yoga, but some intuitive work as well. And um, just awesome. a very magical week. Yes. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. Okay. Well, thank you so much. Thank for you, Erica. With it was me. so fun to thank connect you. with you. Thank you so much for listening. We have super interesting guests coming up, so make sure to subscribe. Now, if you want to make my day and get a chance to win a $75 gift certificate from Atleta, all you have to do is head on to iTunes and leave a review. As you leave a review, you automatically enter the giveaway, and I will announce the winner on the next episode. If you're not sure how to do that, I'll leave the instruction in the show notes with all the info you need to know about our guest of today. You'll find the show notes at ericabelanger.com, and I spell my first name with a K, slash blog dash podcast. And I'll also make an Instagram story if that's more your gem. Once again, thanks for joining us, and until next time.